Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. I actually cannot believe I am sitting here recording this episode right now because I just surpassed a million freaking dollars in my personal brand. While there is a huge part of me that honestly still can't believe it, like I am pinching myself that this has just happened right now. There's also a big part of me that's like, of course you did, Jess. But here's the deal. That is not counting any of my other businesses. That is in my personal brand alone. And it hits so differently because it's people paying me for me. And why this is such a big freaking deal is honestly, it hits differently when it's like you personally. But I started from below zero when it comes to a personal brand. Growing up, I was the most shy kid ever. I used to not even say hello to people because I was so embarrassed that what if they didn't say hello back? So throughout my entire life, I wanted to be invisible. Even when I started my first ever business, I did not want anyone to know I existed. So I didn't put my name on the about me page. I didn't want to be seen because I had this deep set fear of being visible, of being judged. And so instead I hid away. So this means so much more than a dollar figure to me because it is about the person that I have chosen to become. I got out of my comfort zone time and time again because I knew that my purpose was always bigger than my fear. And now I have impacted thousands of women's lives, probably some that I don't even know that are watching what I'm doing. And because I chose to do that, it is not about the money or the dollar figure to me It is the impact and the person that I've been able to become. And this didn't happen overnight either, right? You know, we hear of people making a million dollars in one year or a million dollars in one month or even a day. This has been accumulation over the past few years. But if I had stayed at my full-time job that I quit six or seven years ago, it would have taken me 25 years to hit this level of income without any of the freedom or the fulfillment that I get to have now. And just yesterday, I was sitting at the beach journaling about this so that I could find the words to bring to this podcast and leave you with a really powerful message when it comes to this. I was sitting at the beach at 12 p.m. on a Wednesday. And this is the life that I chose to create because I chose to always work on my own evolution. And so I wanted to share this episode. I have eight lessons that I want to dive into with you on this. And honestly, I just wanted to sell Celebrate the heck out of this because while there are going to always be people doing more than you, it does not discount any of the success that you've made. And a lot of my clients come to me and say, oh, you know what, Jess, it's only five clients. You know, I'll celebrate when I hit 10 or Jenny over here is doing 50 clients and I'm only doing 10. So I can't celebrate myself. And I could have very easily said, okay, when I make $1 million in one month, then I'll celebrate. And I'm sure you would have given me a big old spanking because you'd be like, Jess, celebrate the F out of yourself. Cause a million dollars is freaking epic in a few short years. You'd be like, Jess, you're crazy. But chances are you're doing that to yourself. So I want this to be the biggest permission slip for you to celebrate the heck out of yourself. And recently I actually got my clients to write a list of all of their achievements in the prior three months that they have done. Most of them forgot 
a ton of things that they actually did. One of my clients, she sent me her list and I said, um, I think you forgot to write down that you just had your biggest month of income ever. And she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't write that down. But so often we're actually quite blind to our own successes and to our own wins. And so sometimes you actually have to go looking for them because our minds are wired to focus on everything you haven't yet done or what everyone else is doing more or better than you. But you need to celebrate your successes because when you do, it shows yourself the evidence that you are capable of some pretty insane things. And that actually creates more success for you in future. So even with this million dollar moment, I was on the plane back from Melbourne the other day and when you're in the sky, I don't know, just your intuition is at a whole new level. There's no distractions. You've got no internet. And a message just dropped in for me and it said, hmm, Jess, you should probably check. Maybe you've hit a million dollars already. And so as soon as I landed, I got my VA to check and pull up my accounting software. It was $1,017,000. And honestly, I could have just proceeded as I was in my business for a long, long time past that. But I've wired my mind to actually start to look for these things. So I actually want to encourage you, go and look for the biggest win that you can find, whether it's in the last week, whether it's in the last year or on your whole life journey, look at it because it's all about perspective. So this is me showing up to celebrate myself, but also to give you that permission slip that you need to celebrate yourself because regardless of how big or small you think the wins are, you've got them. You just aren't looking hard enough. So I have eight lessons for you. And I want to dive straight in because these are going to be powerful. Honestly, if you just take these eight lessons and do nothing else but implement these to the fullest, I guarantee whatever your goal, whatever your version of success is, it is going to happen sooner than you think. And it's going to be a whole lot easier and less heavy to get there as well. So let's dive in. Here are my eight lessons from a million freaking dollars. Number one is your version of success does not have to make logical sense for it to be possible for you. And so often we're fixated on the how. It's like, okay, I'd like to make a million dollars, but there is no way I can see how that could happen. And I'm telling you, Jess, five years ago, would have thought the exact same thing. And it doesn't, we don't always have to know the how, but your current reality is going to be bound by your ability to see those goals as a possibility for you. If you've decided it is not ever going to be possible, what you actually do is you close your mind off to that ever being a possibility. It's no longer seeking out opportunities. It's no longer scanning your environment for chances to progress towards this goal because you've just decided it is a fact that it is not possible. So go out and set those damn goals that everyone is going to think you're crazy for and go after them. This is why I always talk about playing in fantasy land. Because in fantasy land, anything and everything is possible. It does not have to make any logical sense, but plant that seed, set those major goals, and the how will work itself out. Now, obviously you do have to take some action. Like we're not just setting goals and then hoping for the best, (laughs) but unless you actually allow yourself to dream those big dreams to start with, they're never gonna happen. So number one, Play in fantasy land because it doesn't have to make logical sense. Number two is every sale counts. Even the $1 or the 20 cents that flows into your account, it counts. Every single dollar and cent added up to this million dollar moment. 
So rewind five years ago, I started my personal brand with my Dreamers and Doers membership at $10. It was $10 and everyone starts somewhere. So when you're feeling like things aren't moving fast enough, remember they're moving. And I hear this all the time where people are like, okay, I've set a goal. I want to sell 10 things and you sell one and you say, that's not good enough. That's only one. But I want you to celebrate that. Celebrate the one. Celebrate the one person who even inquired with you because that is one whole human being who chose to invest with you. Even if it is $10. I personally don't take anyone's investment lightly, whether it is them investing $50,000 to work with me or $5. I celebrate every single one as if they're a million dollars and honor those people's investments. Because when we get into that fear or that scarcity mindset around, oh my gosh, I'm going to look so silly that I said, I want 10 people to buy my offer and only one person has purchased. We're making it about us. So don't discredit that people are choosing to invest with you because it all adds up and it's a compound effect. Could you imagine if I started my business, my personal brand five years ago saying there is no way I'm going to hit a million dollars. Only three people have signed up at $10. That's $30. There is no way. I can guarantee you I would have given up. I would not be here recording this message right now. And so sometimes things take time, but everything is a compound effect. And so don't discredit those tiny improvements, those one-off sales, the tiny bit of growth that you've had because it all is on the path to getting you to where you want to be. Number three, this is probably the most important one. I should have made it number one, but number three is working on me has always been key. Hey, that rhymes. That's fun. Working on me has always been key. So our success can only ever meet us where our own evolution is. And so the more you expand your ability to hold wealth or overcome the self-sabotage or even just get to know yourself on a deeper level and build your confidence, the more your tangible results are going to transcend to new levels. And when you actually upgrade yourself, you have that forever. One of the biggest results that I gained from a mentorship that I actually invested $50,000 for a 12 month membership. I gained no tangible business growth per se, but what I did gain was a whole lot of self-belief and a whole lot of confidence. And that in itself is worth tenfold what I paid because it is the person that I became that has got me here. And I'll tell you right now, it's not always going to be the easy or the straightforward route. Sometimes you've got to face some pretty gnarly things. And I love this quote that I heard the other day, that successful people do the hard things over and over so their life can be easy. And those who feel stuck and challenged keep doing the easy things and wonder why life is hard. And so it's not always been the most easy or straightforward route, but it is always so worth it when you choose to work on you first. One of the best mindset shifts that I often share with my clients is when we try and grow, oftentimes the universe says, let me throw you a challenge. Let me just test how badly do you want this? And so you can either see these challenges as evidence that you should step back into your comfort zone, or you can see these challenges as the opportunity to step into your next level self and build resilience and confidence. The more challenges we face, the more strength we build and the more equipped we are to hold higher levels of pressure, wealth, stress, and it actually gets to become so much easier. So working on me has always been the key. Number four is success is not linear one bit. There have been so many times where sales were down 
and where I was like, I don't know what the hell to do. I feel stuck. Things feel heavy. I don't know how to shift out of this. But there were also times where sales were way up. And I actually was reading through my journal yesterday when I was at the beach. And I read this moment from one year ago that I actually wrote in my journal. I feel so stuck. Sales are not flowing and everything feels harder than it needs to be. One year ago. And I know that because I dated it. And it is so powerful to look back because success is like the craziest, most rewarding roller coaster you'll ever strap in for. And I cannot tell you the amount of times that I felt like, oh my gosh, no one is buying. Am I even capable of building this business? But I chose to show up anyway. I chose to tweak and pivot and let go of what wasn't working so that I can make space for what is working. And so that's why those who are adaptable and willing to try something a bit new and aren't afraid to fail will continue to create more success than those who aren't. It's about seeing those moments of challenge and saying, all right, what can I do about it? Because I want to normalize that it is not always going to be smooth sailing, but it is always worth it. Number five is I worked on being the best I can be. So a lot of people tend to focus on, okay, I have a million dollar goal. Let me work on getting more sales. Let me make sure I can sell more, be more, do more, make more money. But I can honestly say a lot of my success comes down to the fact that I put a whole lot of love and attention into my offers, into my client experience and into my relationships, which is why clients continue to renew and work with me. And again, I don't take any of this lightly. Like It is such an honor to get to work with the incredible clients that I work with. And why wouldn't I want to give them the best experience possible? Why wouldn't I want to change their lives? Why wouldn't I want to help them build more wealth? And you can't see right now, but I've got my eyes are full of tears because honestly, I never set out to make a million dollars. And while I set money goals and income goals and do profit planning, I never started my personal brand to make a million dollars. Let that land for a minute. I set out to do this because I had a deep passion and a deep legacy to leave on the world. And there is honestly nothing more fulfilling. I would be paying to do what I get to do every day. I honestly would pay money to get to do what I do every day. And so this is where I also see people get a little bit stuck is they get so fixated on the dollar amount that they forget the rest. They forget that it's a journey. And so looking at those little pieces of progress that I shared earlier, but also working on being the best you can be. And it doesn't mean you have to be the best person in the world. Like you have to know more than everyone else in the world, but it's about being grounded in your value and grounded in the value you can bring to your clients and doing that with intention. It's not about just quickly signing someone up, grabbing their money and then slapping something together quickly, because that is what builds a sustainable business for the long term and keeps people wanting to come back, sharing you with other people, And it's a whole lot nicer when you get to build those incredible relationships with your clients as well. So there's number five. I worked on being the best I can be. Number six is you do not have to burn yourself out to make it happen, but you do have to do the work. And I learned this the hard way. I went full speed ahead towards my goals and I burnt myself the heck out, not once, but two times. I used to wake up feeling anxious every day. My health was suffering. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't nourishing my body. I wasn't exercising all because I was holding on to the belief that the only way to be successful was to burn myself out and push myself nonstop. But that was actually rooted in fear, fear that someone else is going to beat me to it, fear that someone else might take my success, fear that I wasn't seeing the results. So I needed to just work harder. 
There was so much rewiring that I had to do about those deep beliefs. But the first thing that I did was I decided it did not have to be this way. Then I got to work on rewiring those deep beliefs, setting major boundaries for myself. And when I first started shifting into this, the first thing I did was I set out my feel good Fridays. That was my boundary. While the rest of the week could be as chaotic as it wanted to, because I was still stuck in that hustle mode, it is hard to break out of habits. So I set out feel good Fridays where I did not plan any work and I got to do what I needed to, to feel my best. Now, honestly, this week alone, I, on Monday, 10 AM, I went for like a two hour walk in the sunshine down by the river with my cousin. Tuesday, 1 PM, my mum came over and we went to the beach for the afternoon. Yesterday, I was at the beach from 2 PM till 5 PM, relaxing, journaling, swimming, enjoying the sunshine. Now pretty much every day is a dab feel good Friday, but I also do the work. Like when I'm on, I am on and I am super efficient. And I think this is the power in rewiring those deep beliefs, setting the right boundaries, but also understanding how to be super productive in those times that you are and working on the needle moving activities so that you can go out and do those things that you want to do as well. Honestly, that's what recharges me and allows me to keep going. If I was continuing to operate at that burnout mode, honestly, I don't know where I would be. I do not know that I would be here. I definitely wouldn't be here recording this podcast right now, but I I don't know how I would have survived in that mode forever. So one day when I was driving back from the beach, it hit me, this quote, and I decided that your to-do list will never be done, but one day your life will be. And let that sink in for a minute. Your to-do list will never be done. Honestly, if I open my to-do list right now, there are over 90 things on it, 90. And I could keep working and telling myself, I will have a break when it's done. But it's about understanding what are the urgent needle moving things that I need to do today. And then I go and live my life. So I've now built a business that I don't need a holiday from. And I want you to take this as evidence and proof that you do not have to hustle your ass off to be a millionaire. Let's break that narrative. Number seven is you won't always have people telling you how amazing you did or how much you've inspired them. And you're even probably less likely to have people tell you that they're considering working with you, but they're watching. I can guarantee they are watching. So keep doing you, keep showing up because I know how hard it can be when you've set these big goals, you've got the passion, you're all motivated and you set out with your business. And over time, you're not quite seeing the results yet. And I want to normalize that this is at every stage of business. Let me tell you, no matter where you're at, whether you're just starting out or you're well and truly in your business, there are going to be times where you feel like the results are not showing up as fast as you like. But the key is actually to keep showing up anyway. How would you show up if the results were flowing through with absolute success? Because people are watching. You don't know who's considering working with you that tomorrow they may just slide in your DMs. But if you stop showing up for yourself and for your business and for those people who are looking to you, momentum starts to slow. And so I have the best example of this. A while back, I was selling an offer that I had created and I promoted it on my Instagram stories on a Monday. And I thought, oh, you know what? No one's buying. What's the point anyway? All of these narratives that can come up, right? And so I didn't talk about it again. Tuesday went past, Wednesday went past, Thursday. And then Friday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to the beach. (laughs) You know, I'm going to have my feel good Friday. I'm going to the beach. I'm just going to let go of this heaviness that was surrounding it. And while I was at the beach, I got a DM from someone and they sent me a screenshot of my stories that I did on Monday. 
And they said, hey, Jess, I screenshot this and I've been thinking about it all week. I'm just wondering which option do you recommend I should sign up for? I'm definitely going to choose one of them. Just let me know which one's the most suitable for me. And she signed up. Thousands of dollars flowed through into my account. And if I stopped showing up, stopped checking messages, decided what is the point anyway, that would have not happened. But what about all the other people that might have seen it on a Tuesday or Wednesday and I wasn't there to show up or share it? There are also so many people right now that are inspired by you just doing your thing. Even if they're not buying yet, you don't even realize the impact that you're potentially having on people's lives that haven't gone out of their way to reach out. I mean, how often do you listen to a podcast or watch someone online and you are somewhat inspired by something they're doing or they've said or they've shared? How often do you message them and say, wow, that was so inspiring? Not very often, right? And I have actually made this a mission where every couple of weeks I will think about, okay, who's really inspired me today? Even if I know they're never going to read my message or never going to see it, I will send it anyway, because honestly, it makes their day. I can see how many people are listening to this podcast. And most of the time I don't ever get a message, but I know you guys are here listening. And I'm not saying this because I'm saying you have to send me a message because I know the impact that I'm having. So take that as your reminder that you're probably impacting more people than you even realize. And sometimes we won't get that external validation. Sometimes you won't have that person slide in your DMs with an actual screenshot from Monday, giving you that tangible proof that they've been thinking about it all damn week. If she never sent me that screenshot, I wouldn't have known. So this is your reminder to show up anyway. And number eight, not all millionaires have a bloody 5am morning routine. Can we please get real with this? Because I know that it works for some people. And like, if you're a a 5am girly, go for it. Like I commend you. I love that for you. But for me, I need a lot of sleep. I need a lot of rest. I need a lot of sleep. And so for me, I do not do a a 5am morning routine, but I still created success. And actually, let's be honest, it is currently 10am on a Thursday. And right before I recorded this, I was watching reality TV. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is back. And I was like, look, this is how I want to start my morning today. So I was watching reality TV at 8am on a Thursday morning. It's not the vibey TikTok 5am morning routine. So I just want this to be your permission slip to you do you, but also know when you're just like trying to avoid doing the things you should be doing as well, right? (laughs) And so I could have very easily thought, oh, let me just watch another episode. But I thought, you know what? That was my fun for the morning. And now I'm going to get down and record this podcast. Because if 5am works for you, great, do it. And like doing the gym and the water and all of the stuff. But basically the way I see morning routines is like, what is going to set you up for the most successful and productive day? For me, waking up 5am, I'm going to be drained and tired all day and I know I'm going to be less productive. And so doing what is going to serve you best is going to be the key to your long-term success. I actually had one time a mentor that obviously I'm no longer working with, but a mentor told me, do not watch TV because that one hour of TV time could be one hour spent on your business. And for a little while, I actually followed that advice. But you know what? I felt more drained. I felt less inspired. I felt more burnt out. 
It's not the key to long-term success. And while there is going to be periods where we have to knuckle down and actually do the damn work and maybe do the work that sometimes we don't want to do, you also get to have fun on the journey. So this goes hand in hand with knowing that you don't have to hustle your ass off to get to that success. But also when you inject more fun into your business, everything flows easier and you're going to start to see bigger and bigger results. Plus it's going to be more sustainable. And the way that I teach goal setting is holistic. So when I get people to set their goals, I do not just get them to set goals for their business. If your business is taking away all of your fun, all of your family and friends time, all of your health, then your mind is going to say, okay, this is a problem. Let's eliminate the threat. Let's eliminate the problem. And that's where I start to see self-sabotage play out. It's happening on a subconscious level because your mind is just wanting to keep you safe. But that's where we start to hit caps in our business. And it's like, why the hell can't I create more success? Because it sees more success equates to even less fun, even less health and even less relationships and all of the other things that you care about, which is pretty damn detrimental to your entire well-being. So actually doing what is going to serve you best and bringing in that fun is the only way to sustain massive results in your business for the long term. So those are my eight. I'm going to recap because I think personally, these are gold. So hopefully you take them away and start to implement them or hopefully it's shifted something within you. So number one is your version of success does not have to be logical for it to be possible. Let's just play in fantasy land. Number two is every single sale counts, even the $1 sales. Number three is working on me has always been key. I feel like that needs to be a slogan on a t-shirt or something because like, (laughs) That's a great rhyme. Number four is success is not linear one bit. It's one hell of a roller coaster, but like strap yourself in because it is also the most rewarding. Number five is I worked on being the best I can be. You do not have to be the best in the world and you never will be. That's a crazy pursuit. You're never going to be because there's always going to be someone who knows a little more than you or has a little more experience than you or has a little more money than you. But it's about seeing yourself where you're at and bringing deep intention to that. Number six is please don't burn yourself out, but you do have to know when to buckle down and work. Number seven is you will not always have people telling you how amazing you are or that they want to work with you, but I promise you they're watching. So keep showing up anyway. And number eight is have some damn fun. You do not have to be so serious. And not all millionaires have a damn 5am morning routine because here I am. I think I've woken up at like 5am probably a handful of times ever because I had a meeting or something like that in the USA and I had to. So when I have to, I do, but it's not my preference. So those are my eight. And honestly, I just wanted to thank you for being here with me and celebrating this moment with me, because like I said, it is so much more than a dog or figure. It is honestly a huge celebration of the person I've become and the thousands of lives that I've got to impact, including hopefully you, hopefully you've taken something really powerful away from this episode and your support and your downloads and your messages and everything honestly means the world. And if you have gotten anything from this podcast today, 
please do share it with someone who needs to hear this. Share it on your social media, share it on your Instagram stories, because I didn't want this just to be like, hello, everybody, look at me. I made a million dollars. And while that's like great, like I am, I encourage that. I wanted this to be the most impactful podcast that I could leave you with so that you too can feel less alone on this journey and unlock that incredible success that you're dreaming of right now, because it is so possible for you too. So thank you for celebrating my million dollars like now I can say I'm a freaking millionaire. And while I've earned buttloads of money in my other businesses, it just honestly hits so differently when it's me in your personal brand. So thanks for hanging out. I will see you on the next episode. There's going to be so much more gold to come. So I hope you're ready and have the most amazing day.